a candle. Wait, wait. I need to make a wish. No, no, no. Blow it now. It's already melting. We need to recycle that candle for your sister's birthday next month. Hello and welcome to the 52nd episode of Banana Q Podcast. And today's topic is about birthday. Because D, next week is your birthday. Yes. <laughs> so what do you got planned for next week? I might have dinner with friends on my birthday itself. And then on the weekend, I'm having a staycation. Nice. A staycation. I mean, our vacations are limited to staycations right now, right? Yeah. Travel anywhere. <laughs> for you, not even... What's that casino, haven, island? Macau. Not even Macau, right? Not even Macau. It's just within Hong Kong. But it's on the other side. It's not in Hong Kong Island where I live. So it's on Kowloon Fight at least. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Nice bit of geography there. So for this episode, we actually found a, a very interesting article from mentalfloss.com. This website highlights a very interesting article. And it talks about the different ways... Different countries celebrate their birthdays. Mm. Isn't that interesting? So the number one on their list is Canada. So apparently, on the Atlantic side of Canada, so maybe Halifax, New Brunswick side, birthday boys and girls are sometimes ambushed and their noses are greased, usually with butter. Okay. (laughs) What's the point? Why? (laughs) According to this, to ward off bad luck. But Ah. Isn't that wasteful? Like, butter is expensive, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. In the Philippines, you wouldn't do that. Maybe if it's star margarine or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, or worse, it could be the oil that was used to cook yesterday's fish. Ah, or... Yeah, then I appreciate that because that's being resourceful. <laughs> no, not being wasteful. But in the Philippines, we do have something similar, right? But it's not during birthdays, but it's during, say, New Year. When we want to ward off bad luck, we would use firecrackers. <laughs> oh, okay, sure. Okay, so what else is on the list? China. So China, apparently, they use long noodles for longevity oh. of life. That's what we do as well, right? Yeah, in the Philippines. So that's where we got it from, mm. I see. Okay. So... Apparently, the birthday boy needs to eat a plate of long noodles, slurping them in as far as possible before biting. Ah. In Germany, it's a very strange practice. So according to this article, when single men in Germany turn 30, an old tradition is for them to sweep the steps of their local city hall. (laughs) Why does it sound like something that, you know, a mayor of a city invented? (laughs) Just so that he could yes. get free labor. Free labor. <laughs> <laughs> and, and according to the tradition, you're not supposed to stop until you find a woman passerby who would be willing to kiss you. What? <laughs> yeah. what? So when? What if you're like, you know, really an attractive guy? Then how long is it gonna take you? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like a scam though. Yeah. Like, you, you just pretend that it's your birthday so that you can get a kiss from <laughs> a passerby. <laughs> okay, now that you put it that way, yes, you could do that. Mm, but I would say, like, people would get suspicious, I would think. Like, mm, yeah. you were here yesterday <laughs> or you were here the last time. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, but it is it is quite strange. Like, I've never heard of this. Yeah, even in the Philippines where, you know, we like to extort manual labor from people we don't have this right (laughs) i don't think so well if you think sweeping the streets of city hall in germany is weird check out ireland so this is really strange so there's a tradition that a child on his or her birthday is held upside down and is bumped on the floor once for every year of their age plus one year a plus one for good luck oh my god It's brutality, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, maybe you bump it like lightly. But what if you accidentally bump him too hard or you you let go of the child? You know, that seems like an accident-prone situation. Maybe next time we check our Irish friends to see if they have a bump on their head. Like, (laughs) is this from (laughs) the many birthdays you've had and (laughs) following the tradition? Okay, I will check with my colleague. She's actually Irish. And let us know. And then Hmm. in Jamaica, 
they have what, we, what they call as modern day antiquing. So what they do is the boy or girl is coated with flour by friends and family, either as an organized party or as an ambush. Huh? Okay. Again, this is wasteful. Yes. Like flour. Yeah, that's food. You can turn that into bread. But this reminds me of the color run. Do you remember? Oh, yes. Yeah. The one we went on. Yeah. Yeah. Like people splashing colorful powder. Yeah. They should have used that instead of flour because flour is food. In the Philippines, if you waste food, it's bad karma, right? Yes. Gabaan ka in Bisaya. Gabaan ka. Sayang pagkaon gabaan ka. So I don't, I don't subscribe to this. And in Mexico, this is something similar to our practice. And that is the birthday piñata. Are, are you familiar with this? So they, they have a piñata filled with candy. Oh, and yeah. then they will blindfold the children. And then whoever hits it, the, the piñata would open. And then Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I think we have something like that. Yes. But it's not very common. It's not like it's expected in every birthday, right? Yeah, like maybe some expected. people have it. We do have a, a version of this where... You have this, like, I would say, like, a maybe a plywood. And then on the plywood, they would attach, like, money, paper money, play money. And then they would, like, toss it up and down. And then children would, like, jump ah, and yeah, reach yeah. for the play money. Yes, or or whatever is or candy. there. Candy, yeah. yeah. I, I think we have that as well, yes. In some children's parties. Like part, part of a parlor game or during a birthday party. Yeah. Where the weirdest one of all is Vietnam. Why? Because they don't actually celebrate their birthday. Everybody would celebrate their birthday on New Year's Day. What? Yeah. Okay. So according to this, they don't acknowledge at all the actual day of their birth, but everyone in Vietnam becomes a year older every year during New Year. Oh. If you're a frugal family, it makes sense. Like, everybody celebrates one birthday. Yeah, that is true. That is a good point. <laughs> and then, you you, would, you don't need to invite anyone. Oh, yeah. Because, why do I need to invite you? It's also your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder, do they all exchange gifts on New Year's Day? But I guess, ah. if, if they're Vietnamese. They probably are not Christians. Or, I mean, not. it's not like a majority thing, right? So, they don't really have a Christmas where... The exchange gifts. So maybe that's their equivalent of that. They also all exchange gifts on January 1. Because <laughs> it's yeah, everybody's birthday. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I really like this idea. I, I like this because it saves the hassle of preparing for birthdays, inviting people, and everybody is celebrating yeah. for your birthday. I mean, for <laughs> everyone's birthday. <laughs> yeah, that's true. At least you don't. there's no pressure on your part or maybe but then it's also sad for people who actually do like having their birthdays right like for some people they think of their birthdays as like their own personal holiday but how will you know as a child you are told that your birthday is january 1 (laughs) yeah i think if you grow up that way then that's fine but if let's say you are used to spending your birthday right you know the the other podcaster who guested on our show before remember roma she said that Mm. she celebrates the entire uh, month is her birthday month. So she would be sad dangerous. if she has to move to Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Roma. Pro tip, don't move to Vietnam else. <laughs> you can't have a special day on your birthday. So these are really interesting celebrations across the world. But what about Philippines D? Do we have anything unique to how we celebrate birthdays? I think the most special birthday that we have in the Philippines is what we call the debut. Ah, yes. In Spain, they have the quinceañera, which is for the 15th birthday. And the Americans have the sweet 16. In the Philippines, we have the debut for ladies when they turn 18. So this is when they become an adult. The debut is a lavish party where the birthday girl wears a gown and she has her own hand-picked entourage of 18 roses and 18 candles. So the 18 roses are males and they all... Are I suppose bringing a rose and they dance with her one by one. Yeah. And the eighteen candles are usually females, and then they usually would have like a candle. I guess that's why they're called that. <laughs> if I remember correctly, I think they would read out a wish or a message for the lady. So it's kind of like a wedding or or a prom night where the birthday girl is the center of attention. Mm. I guess it's like prom because there's a lot of dancing. The debutante is waltzing with the men and all that. Yeah, I do remember getting invited to 
uh, debut and I was part of the Eight in Roses and I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> I literally don't know. I, it's my first time. I don't know what to do. And then I heard, oh, there are dances. But I only know hip hop dance. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Please don't tell me that's hip hop. Well, <laughs> well, while holding a rose. It, it was good that I wasn't the first one. So I just okay. followed, you know, whatever it is that they did. Ah. I don't know how to describe it. It's a waltz usually, right? A uh, waltz, yeah. A waltz dance. But it, I, I wouldn't call it I'm waltz dancing because it was just swinging left and right. There was no choreography yeah. <laughs> to it. Yeah, maybe that's why they choose that. It's actually easy. You don't really need to practice it, right? Mm, I mean, the only concern would be you stepping onto your yeah. <laughs> partner's foot and that's it. I'm surprised that you didn't practice beforehand because I think for some debuts, they rehearse beforehand. What? No. Wow. It's really like a wedding. <laughs> There's a rehearsal day. That's, yeah. that's crazy. And then were you actually in formal wear or something? Because you know, this mm. for a lot of debuts, even the women usually, right? So the birthday girl, she is wearing a gown, but also the 18 candles. So you also mm. have to pay for their dresses. So it's very expensive. So that is why not all Filipinas got to have a debut because obviously not everyone could afford that, right? Mm. It's usually for the rich people mm. or if you're not rich, you're trying hard to keep up with the Joneses and maybe you you like get into debt just so you can throw a lavish affair for your daughter or your daughter is demanding or something, right? So definitely not everyone had one and I, of course, didn't have one. We couldn't afford it. What happened on my 18th birthday was a family friend. She volunteered to throw a party for me, but it wasn't a fancy debut. There was just some catered food in our house, but there was enough so that, you know, I could invite all our family friends and also my college classmates. That actually isn't common for me. Like, the last time I had such a big celebration was maybe when I was one years old. <laughs> I was the firstborn. So, of course, my parents were like, oh, you know, inviting all the... Wait, wait how do you remember? I don't remember. I just saw the photos. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> It's like, wow, you're a genius kid, D. No, guys, yeah, no, no, I don't remember. Um, I just have the photos. Mm. And then, yeah, there's like a lot of kids, probably because everyone moved there roughly at the same time, same age, you know, mm. they all had kids at the same time. So a lot of babies in that photo, they basically invited all the neighborhood kids. Yeah, in Japan, it's something similar. They call it Shichi Gosang, so 753. So the big celebrations for kids are when they are three years old, five years old, and seven years old. Oh. Mm, so they usually have a very lavish celebrations and they would like dress up their kids with a traditional Japanese costume. So it's it's really grand, but it sounds expensive, right? Because it's like three times. Yeah. <laughs> But I think in the Philippines, for kids, it's one-year-old because it's their first birthday. Yeah. And then seven is also one of those. My friend mentioned that now it's a thing to have like kind of like debut for seven-year-olds. So that's <laughs> like ridiculous, Wait, right? what? So there is, <laughs> what, seven candles and seven roses? I don't know. But uh, oh, I just suddenly remembered something. My friend, my other Ray friend, you know, the one who is married to a celebrity, right? I'm also married to a celebrity. But anyways, that's beside the point. <laughs> Sorry, dear. Are you? <laughs> so anyway, when their daughter turned seven, mm. she had kind of like a... But to be fair, her mom is a celebrity. Maybe it's a celebrity thing. But she also had like a lavish affair for her birthday. Mm. Like she was wearing a gown. So I think that's a thing in the Philippines now. I don't think it was a thing before. No, I don't, I don't think so. I've never heard of that. But maybe for these rich people, influential people... It makes sense for them to have lavish parties, right? Because it's yeah. parties, that's your opportunity to mingle with or network with your contacts. So say if you're a celebrity and you have a seven-year-old child, that probably is the chance for you to showcase your child as a future celebrity oh, to, you have to a say point. you invite Viva, what, what other <laughs> production companies? <laughs> I only know Viva for some reason. Or Regal Films, like the Shake, Rattle, and Roll company. <laughs> Whatever it is, right? It's My point is, it's for a purpose. Like It's an investment. Like um, yeah. You've mentioned the booth as well. It's really grand. I would say for businessmen, it's also a way for them to showcase their, oh, my child is now 18. If you're looking to do business and my child yeah. is now competent and capable of doing it. So for me personally, I don't see a need for... Uh, yeah, for I mean, for party. us, yeah. we are just normal human <laughs> beings. So I don't think... <laughs> 
would have to do such a thing. But yes, I think for average people like us, when we grow up anyway, we don't have kids, so we don't know what that's like yet. But <laughs> yeah. when we were growing up, right, I don't think I even had a cake with icing on it. Mm. Maybe when I was one year old, I saw in the photo again. Of course, I don't remember this myself. <laughs> I also saw a photo when I was seven. But I think that was it. And maybe on the 18th birthday. So most of the time, it was just like a chiffon cake <laughs> yes. with a huge number. Yes. You know, the, like let's say it's number seven or number eight. <laughs> not even like seven candles. No. Actually, I don't even like chiffon cake, but I had no <laughs> choice. That's all that we could afford, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What about you? What was your childhood birthday like it's similar uh, chiffon cake and i remember having the birthday candles with the numbers on it because my mom would ask me to blow it rather quickly so that we can recycle the number <laughs> one <laughs> later on especially if it's yeah. one right like okay yeah, 10 11 one. 12 <laughs> <laughs> one number one is very useful mm-hmm. but yeah cake is i would say more than enough and then probably Ice cream as well. Oh, yes, uh, yeah. Magnolia ice cream, and then you would buy cones as well. Not the dirty ice cream, right? Not the dirty ice cream, yeah. Because there's a special occasion, that's why it's a... <laughs> Yes. Yeah, speaking of ice cream, I remember I went to a classmate's house before. We were just there for, I don't know, project or something. And then she offered, do you want ice cream? And we were like, oh, she has ice Why do they have ice cream and there's no occasion? <laughs> she must be really rich. <laughs> yeah, but now that you've mentioned that, it was really expensive before, right? Ice cream. Yes. But later on, there were cheaper options. I remember, I think it was Selecta who had like a 20 peso ice cream. How small was this? Was this a pint or something? No. I, I forgot. Maybe half a gallon, maybe. Oh. So it, it's already quite cheap. But from what I remember, ice cream used to be very expensive, probably because refrigeration costs. It was expensive before. I think the way they made it before was expensive. It eventually became cheaper. Maybe they found mm. a way to cut down on ingredients or something. Yeah. And also the way they package it, right? I remember the Selecta before came in a gold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, gold colored. Like not, not actually gold, but <laughs> gold colored tin can. So that was expensive, right? Eventually it became plastic. Yeah. Yeah, of course, we also had pancit, which you mentioned earlier was for yes. long life. Pancit. Or spaghetti. Yes, your favorite. Spaghetti with sliced bread. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not just spaghetti, right? Even pancit, you would eat with sliced bread. Why uh, was that yes, a yes, thing? Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's not a thing at all uh, outside the Philippines, guys. I don't know why we like our carbs so much. It's already yeah. carbs and you're still putting carbs on it. Yeah, I remember that because I was invited to a party. Where was it? I think it was in Singapore. And then there was spaghetti served. And I was like, where's the sliced bread? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for a sliced bread. Yeah, and even if, let's say, you eat instant noodles, like pancit canton, the dry uh-huh. one, right? And then you would eat it with sliced bread. Is it because our spaghetti, for one, it's not just savory, it's sweet as well, right? So you really need something to kind of like, reduce the sweetness a little ah, bit. That's why the sliced bread makes sense. That's possible. Or I think it's a buffer to make it like, you know, last, make you full. <laughs> right? Like, oh, if we don't give them sliced bread, they are going to finish all this spaghetti, you know? Mm, so I have smart. a feeling that's that smart. it's like, yeah, it's probably that. <laughs> I remember growing up, I have classmates who would have a birthday party in Jollibee. Like, we've been this oh, about yeah. us talking Jollibee in every single episode. <laughs> yeah, can you please sponsor is, us? <laughs> okay. But this is a reality. Like, there really is a Jollibee kids party, mm. right? And in fact, two years ago when I came back to the Philippines, I actually attended one, a Jolly Kids party. And it's it's fun. You enjoy Jollibee food and then you get to dance with the mascot. Oh, yeah. yeah I had a video. Oh, yeah. So that's where it came from. Jolly Bee. Yeah, you sent yeah. that video. Okay. It's actually really fun. So maybe even as an adult, right, given the chance, I would do a Jolly Kids party for my birthday. I would I would do that totally. But I think that's fun. I remember my former boss. So you were mm. still working in the Philippines at the time. Somebody threw him a kiddie party in McDonald's. Mm. 30th birthday. Something like that. And so... Mm. You know, because it's funny, I guess. Like, you know, mm. you're a 30-year-old man and <laughs> people are throwing you a kitty party. But we all had fun because, you know, yeah, it's nostalgia, right? Like, oh my God, we're in a kitty party. But I have to say, you've mentioned McDonald's, but for kids, right? I, I don't know if I'm biased and all, but mm-hmm. I prefer Jollibee mascot than McDonald's <laughs> mascot. McDonald's, Ronald looks scary. Does he? Does he? Doesn't he? I don't know. 
I guess Jollibee looks friendlier. Mm. And then I don't get the characters of McDonald's. Like, ham burglar. Like, why are you teaching kids burglary? Like, burglary is bad. Like, why? I don't know. I think they need to improve their choice of mascot. Like, unlike Jollibee, like, it's beaming with positivity. Yes, it's just a happy bee. We've talked about kids' parties and all. How about growing up, D? What were your experiences? So we started working in global companies. So we started earning decently. And of course, things changed, right? <laughs> we actually started to get cakes with icing all the time from Goldilocks or Red Ribbon. Mm. Sometimes it's not just one cake. You could get one from every set of people you know. Like you have one from your work team, one from your office barcada, one from your housemates, one from your boyfriend, etc. You struggled with no cakes your whole life because suddenly you have so many. <laughs> And and they've become really creative with cakes as well, right? Yeah. Like very fancy designs. Like you can even customize and your favorite cartoon character maybe. They can mold it into one. Or it could even be your picture and then it's printed on the cake. That's sort of thing. Ah, yeah, yeah, I had yeah, that. Yeah. But it wasn't my birthday. It was like a graduation party. And they had my photo on the cake. Oh. It was printed. But then, I don't know, somebody messed it up because there was something that's discoloring on my nose. <laughs> so I was like, I look like I had boogers on my nose. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and there's no way to correct it because it's, it's a printed item, right? So the only way to correct it is to reprint <laughs> the entire thing, which you can't do. You're right. There's like so many really good cakes around. Ice cream cakes are probably my favorite because, you know, it's the best of two worlds. Yeah, what about you? What's your favorite cake? I just like the uh, a normal vanilla cake. Normal vanilla cake, but with icing, right? Yeah, with icing, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I just do not particularly like chiffon cake for some reason. But I would have preferred chiffon cake that was chocolate-flavored. I prefer chocolate flavor, actually, for my cakes. I do enjoy occasional fruits on my cakes, like strawberry. Oh. Just to balance the sweetness, something, acidity and all that. Or cheesecake. I also love cheesecake. Oh, cheesecake, yeah. Either one of those. If you're listening and you want to get me a cane, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fishing for <laughs> cake, so weird. Just joking, guys. That part was really great. But the not-so-great mm. part that came with being a Filipino adult with a job, you are expected to treat everyone, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's even a song about it. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Sayo ang pagkain. Sayo ang inumin. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Sana'y mabasog mo kami. Kapon na So to translate, the song is saying that happy birthday, you have to treat the food, you have to treat the drinks. So if you think about it, it's like an unfair trade because, you know, everyone chips in for a cake. So they have to split the cost of one cake, which is what? Let's say it's 500 pesos. But then you have to shoulder 500 pesos for every single person. <laughs> so no wonder Filipinos have no money. Because you have to go through this every year. <laughs> you see, you see, Vietnam now makes sense, yes. right? Yes. Because if, if you only celebrate on January, you have to treat other people. Then you just all treat each other, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that aside though, the birthday surprises in the Philippines are more fun. Like, you know, it's more fun in the Philippines. It's a hashtag mm. that's not only applicable to travel, I suppose. So they tend to be more creative, even in the office, which in some countries, they are considered to be a non-personal environment. In the Philippine offices, sometimes it's more personal. So when I was working in PNG, we like to throw creative surprises for each other. Mm. So we did blogs, videos, game shows, serenades, wow. and weirdly, a pretend fight between friends. A what? <laughs> it's so very weird. I don't know so, why we all thought that was a good idea. It was like a terrible... If it, looking back, I just cannot believe that was a surprise. Like, it was Jel's birthday. You know Jel, yeah. right? So it was Jel's birthday. And she's such a nice lady, right? Yeah, really nice. And then <laughs> we pretended that we had a fight. Like, our friends, like our Mercada, right? We had a fight in front of her. And at the end of the day, surprise, we were not really fighting. Like, how was that, <laughs> how was that a good idea? Why did everybody think that was a good idea? <laughs> how was her reaction? I want to know. Like, how did she take it? Like, screw you guys. Like, it's my birthday. No, You're giving me stress. <laughs> she was because she's so nice, she just was so happy that we were not really fighting. So uh. 
It's so very messed oh, up. Man. Guys, do not do that. Please do not. It's a very weird well, surprise. You, you, you did something similar to me, I remember, <laughs> on my birthday in Sitco. Oh, yeah. like, it wasn't your I, birthday. I, it was your last day. Oh, it was my last day, yes. Like, we're supposed to eat lunch together, and then all of a sudden... Everybody declined my invite. Like, hey, what's going on? It's supposed to be my last day. All of a sudden, <laughs> everybody's busy. All my friends <laughs> is busy. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, don't do that, guys. Don't <laughs> don't stress out the celebrant. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't learn my lesson from that and did that to you again. <laughs> I think it's the effect of watching How I Met Your Mother. It made me think it was a good idea. Hmm. <laughs> The most memorable surprise that my friends threw for me happened on my 25th birthday. So that was actually also my last birthday in the Philippines. Here's what happened. I was busy answering emails and troubleshooting when suddenly a voice boomed behind me. Heidi, happy birthday. Mm. Everyone on our floor turned to look. It was the office heartthrob holding out a long-stemmed red rose. And my teammate asked to take our picture and for our pose, he held the rose and wrapped his arm around my shoulder. <gasps> and? After he left, my teammates, who were all female, crowded around me. Oh my god! Ang haba na hair mo! Wait, wait, wait. He left? Yeah, because after that, of course he has to go back to his desk, right? No kiss? <laughs> <laughs> Why? So anticlimactic. Like, Sorry. He did all the effort, the long-stemmed rose, and no kiss. My life is not a romantic comedy, so <laughs> so even though he did all that, it's not like he was in love with me or something. Yeah, if you think about it, he, he is kind of like in Crash Landing on You, maybe he's like Captain Ree. So it's like every single girl in the neighborhood or in the office thought that he was good looking and kind of had a crash on him, right? But he was the silent, mysterious, you know, maybe you'd even think he was soplado kind of guy. So nobody expected him to do such a thing. So this was really shocking. I see. But... The truth was, it, this was actually part one of my friend's birthday surprise. Wow, <laughs> just part one. Now I'm excited. Don't disappoint me. Yeah. Like you started in a good <laughs> intro. Yeah, so for the rest of the afternoon, boys from all over the office showed up at my workstation one by one what? to present me with a long-stemmed rose. Wow. Some of them were present and former crushes. Some of them were friends. And some of them are people I barely knew. So they just randomly grab <laughs> every single guy in the office. <laughs> that part must have been awkward. But anyways, they, they're yeah. there. They're, yeah. they're doing they their, their part. part. Yeah. yeah. And they wanted to get 25 boys to give 25 roses. Mm. But they ran short. So the 21st guy, who was also another popular crush ng bayan, held five roses in his arms. Ah. He said, happy birthday, Hides. Am I supposed to kneel? And then he actually knelt. So everyone on the floor went nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he was engaged at the time. So no, he was just playing a part also. Sorry to oh, disappoint you, Ray, no and our ring? listeners. <laughs> what? Somebody hugged you with no kiss and now somebody knelt without a ring? The hell? No, it was just, uh, you know, it's a play, I suppose. Still, it was fun though. Like, I don't know how I or... Anyone else on our side of the floor actually got any work done that afternoon? Because <laughs> like every time, oh, he, somebody's here. Oh, somebody's here. Then somebody needs to take a photo. And then, you know. So, <laughs> so that was actually very memorable. And my friends actually put a lot of effort into organizing that, right? Mm, yeah, definitely. Like, can you imagine something like that happening in Japan or in Singapore, in Hong Kong? I don't think so. It is too no. much in an office setting. Yeah, I, I think so. Like, definitely not. I've never, like, in the Philippines, yes, you're right. It's very grand. It's well thought of. There's really effort, right? But working in Japan, it's very quiet. Like, the most uh-huh. would be a cake. The most. Mm-hmm. Like, if your team gives you a cake, like, oh, wow, that's really grand. Other than that, <laughs> normally, it would just be a team lunch. Like, hey, let's go lunch somewhere together. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, there's nothing special about it. Because it's formal. The, the settings mm. are more formal. You're right. I think, I remember even on my first birthdays in Singapore, mm. I was really confused because people would greet, oh, it's your birthday, happy birthday, and then they would shake hands with me. <laughs> <laughs> the Philippines, it's like, like uh, what, uh, do you, huh? what? You, In the Philippines, you either kiss, right? You either beso or 
hug or something, right? Apparently, apparently no kiss. D. Apparently, no kiss. <laughs> I, no, I don't think he kissed me then. But actually, on his Despedida, like a few months Oh, wait. Later, there's a part two? There is a part, <laughs> a part two. <laughs> okay, it's not a birthday surprise. So it was his farewell. And then somebody made a video for him. And then I acted out this whole scene where I was super sad that he was leaving. Like, I was crying and drinking beer and stuff. <laughs> Sliding on the walls. I don't know why I agreed to do all that. But anyway, so I did all this and then they showed it to him. That was the highlight of that video. And then at the end, I was like super ashamed of myself. And I was just like sitting down with my head in my hands and thinking, oh my God, what the hell have I done? Like, why did I do such a thing? But actually he walked over and then he kissed Mm. me on that chick. Don't panic, guys. He thought it was... I don't know, hilarious or something. <laughs> Maybe it was half meant. No. <laughs> <laughs> and he felt it too. It's like, oh, I think I need to do something. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. God. Those kinds of scenes mm. are only possible, I think, in an office in the Philippines. Like, yes. It's very lively. In Singapore and Japan, yeah, it is very professional. And I think I remember in my previous company, they were like somebody giving something during birthday and then somebody didn't like it because they were like, oh, you're setting a precedence. Ah. Like what if the birthday of another employee happens and nothing special happens, then that person would feel like, oh, how come there's nothing special for my day? But on her birthday, there was something. Oh, yeah, that's so true. So maybe, maybe that's one way of kind of, let's just be simple. Like let's not create expectations that something has to be done. And also another thing is I think most Filipinos are extroverts or we are very social uh-huh. creatures, right? So if you give someone a cake, you will know that they will like it. But in other like in Hong Kong, I suggested to my boss that what if for our team, we should have birthday cakes for somebody's birthday? Why don't we do that? Mm. And then they said that, oh, it's because um, there are people in the team who are introverts and do not like that kind of attention. Ah, uh, Yeah, that makes sense. You do not want to pressure people i guess mm. maybe for you i like cakes but the other people they don't like cakes maybe they mm. will only like it coming from close people to them but then in hong kong people are not really i mean not the whole hong kong maybe but specifically in my office i guess it's not like people are friendly friends you know in the philippines we are very feeling close from the very first day <laughs> yes. like we're friendly but we're not really friends you know what i mean yeah and it, it's not just with birthdays right i mean in general the atmosphere in a working environment philippines and abroad it's very different right yes which we discussed in our episode 21 i think yeah which is why is it easier to make friends with Filipino colleagues. Exactly. In Singapore, we even had the joint birthdays. Remember, we had, when we were still office mates, we had a ah, joint yes. every, like, yes, October yes, yes. babies, and there's, like, October a gigantic babies, cake yeah. for the whole office. <laughs> <laughs> Remember those? <laughs> so, so that's a similar to Vietnam, but yeah. at least it's spread out into 12 months. Yes, at right? least it's by month. And then usually, yeah. it's like, okay, there are a few people, like, for me, September, there's maybe just a few people. And then November, how come there's like twice the number of people? <laughs> and then you start counting backwards and it's because February babies. <laughs> Valentine's Day yes. products. <laughs> so you'd always giggle whenever November came around. Actually, in Singapore though, I eventually did end up with teammates who were also as creative and as extroverted as me. So we also came up with all sorts of surprises for each other. Like, one time we pretended to be kidnapped. What? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Somebody, like the birthday boy? No, it, 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 okay, let me explain. It's not actually oh. as bad as it seems. It was a treasure hunt. So, okay. the team hid in a room with cake and balloons. But to get there, the birthday boy, who is Guohao, so he had mm. to follow a trail of notes. And the first one said, Your team has been kidnapped. <laughs> to save them, follow instructions carefully and do not call the police. The ransom for them is a green balloon. Bring the ransom, then go to Mildred for next instructions. Wow. <laughs> so, like, obviously, you went to Mildred and it's so on, right? So, we waited in the room for a long time because <laughs> he couldn't find us. And he eventually found us by accident. It turns out he couldn't find the last note because we had hidden it under a chair and he couldn't find it. 
So he just tried to open the door where we were at because he thought he heard our voices in there. So uh-huh. the moral lesson here is do not complicate surprises because you might get stuck in a rope. <laughs> and like, where is Wow. <laughs> Maybe he gave up. So like, screw those guys. <laughs> at least he didn't give up, right? Other people would just give up. My other tip on birthday surprises is that they should be tailored to the person you are surprising. Like I mentioned earlier, there are some people who do not like attention, that sort of thing. So mm. I guess you figure out what they want. Mm. So like in my case, my friends gave me roses because they knew that I love flowers. Mm. And the boys because I was single. I mean, it would have been <laughs> awkward, right? If like, okay, it's a married person and they're like, all these boys giving roses is very off, mm. right? Or if it's Ray and then why? <laughs> Ray's like, why are you giving me roses? Yes, it makes sense. It has to be tailor made for that person. And it's a measure of how much you know that person, right? Yeah, exactly. So let's conclude with that thought different strokes for different folks. Mm. So people have different preferences for their birthdays. Maybe it depends on their love language, whether they want expensive gifts or they prefer videos with touching messages, or maybe they Mm. would rather spend an entire day alone with their cat away from people because they hate people, right? It, it really <laughs> depends. Like you, for example, Ray, what is your ideal birthday? My ideal birthday, probably if you asked that question 10 years ago, my mm. answer would have been straight away, go to Clarky and party till morning, right? Mm. That's the ideal, but as Ted Mosby would say, I'm too old for that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your ideal birthday now, Tito? <laughs> now, being a Tito, I would say my ideal birthday is waking up in a different city, perhaps ideally in a hotel room. I don't know why, but... No, because hotels are nice. And you have that thinking that you can mess up the room and without cleaning up after. Like, you can jump up and down the bed and, you know... Do you actually do that? I don't think I've ever jumped up and down the bed. Why not? I don't know. I'm just afraid to break it. Do that in a hotel. Like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if it breaks and you say, I was sleeping and I was was disturbed on my sleep, you should pay. (laughs) For damages because I was, okay. I'm supposed to have an enjoyable night in your hotel. Ah. ah, and the good thing about hotels as well is the breakfast. Like I Ooh. really like buffet breakfast, like especially with a, a separate omelette station. Yeah, what's your egg order? Everything, bar <laughs> olives. Oh yeah, I hate olives as well. Yeah. They they would ask, okay, which ingredients would you want in your omelette, right? And they would have like tomatoes. They have cheese. You know what? I want everything. Everything. <laughs> it depends on my mood. Sometimes I just like sunny side up, or maybe. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I I really like hotel breakfast, and maybe after breakfast, strolling around. When you travel, like my most favorite part is just walking around, getting lost, talking to people, talking to locals, trying what they eat, trying what it is that they're doing. So I like that, and maybe for the dinner, for the actual party, what I want to do is crash somebody's party. What? Have you tried that? No. I don't think I've ever done such a thing. Oh, no, wait. I did do it, I guess, here you in did? Hong Kong. In a way. Um, okay. So why do you want to crash somebody's party? Again? I don't know. Probably I'm inspired by the movie Wedding Crashers. Oh, right. Like, it, it, it just feels so fun. Like, I know of three other people that has the exact same birthday as me. Two of my friends and then Bea Alonso. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, you So the exact same date year, yes. and the same... <laughs> Year. Okay. So can you imagine me uh-huh. turning up to Beha Alonso's birthday <laughs> uninvited? I think you would get escorted out by the security. No, but I would bring my passport. Oh, I'm actually, it's my birthday as well. See, see? <laughs> okay, then maybe they will like, but, but I, I like the, the idea of being in somebody else's birthday is because hosting a party is tiresome, right? Oh. You, you know what I mean? Like you have to entertain people and you have to equally spend the same amount of time to each I just feel that it requires more effort uh, to actually yeah. host a party rather than be on somebody <laughs> okay. else's party and you can enjoy yourself to the fullest without any repercussion like you don't even have to pay for anything right like <laughs> <laughs> and you don't even have to bring up gifts because they don't know you. You don't know them. I mean, ah, uh, that's true. I don't know. Oh yeah, I think it's... we never tackled that, guys. It's actually not normal anywhere else for you to treat people on your birthday. It's the other way around. Mm. So I think when I moved to Singapore and then it was somebody's birthday, 
And then, you know, when it was time to bail, I was expecting, I don't know, her to pay for it or something. But then I was surprised because our teammate said, oh, we only divide this by seven because, of course, we're treating the birthday girl. Which is more reasonable, right? Like, because there's yes. more of you. Why is it that no. <laughs> you're wanting to bankrupt the birthday girl on her birthday? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you're inviting people and you have to pay for them. That's the Filipino way. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, I interrupted you. And then after the party, what else do you want to do? Was that it? After the party, of course, my body would be aching. So I would really love a spa massage. Oh, yes. So in Japan, there's there's a lot of, they call it onsen. So it's a hot spring bath. Mm. Normally, these places would have a massage parlor as well. So I really like that. And then most of the time, I'm snoring. <laughs> <laughs> because it's so relaxing. <laughs> Yeah, so relaxing. And then I wouldn't know that if I was really massaged, right? Because I was sleeping. <laughs> the, the the person would just wake me up, oh, sir, time's up or the massage is done. But I was sleeping. How? <laughs> like, what's the evidence? What's your proof? That it's you your really fault. Did Why did you sleep, right? It's not yeah. on there. But, but kidding aside, it, it really is kind of really relaxing. Yeah. How about you, Dee? What's, what's your ideal birthday? My idea of a, of a perfect, perfect birthday, birthday. <laughs> to spend it with friends. Jose <laughs> Marichan. Yes. So, yeah, I guess I like your idea of a birthday. Right? Last year, I did that. I booked a staycation. I also went around in a different part of Hong Kong. I was going to say London. It's not London. It's Hong Kong. <laughs> uh, went to this other site called Discovery Base. It's a beach. I also got a massage and mm. had dinner and all that but I did it by myself so it was like mm. the loneliest birthday I ever had because obviously mm. it was the pandemic I moved here and I didn't know anyone I mean I, I knew my colleagues but as I mentioned it's not really a personal relationship right so I had no friends so I had no choice but to spend it alone I don't think that I like that in a birthday I would say yeah. so all those things you mentioned I like that but of course if if I have someone with me it doesn't have to be a boyfriend it could be a friend or a few friends actually before in singapore sometimes i would book a hotel and then have my little sambuanga friends come over and then mm. jim jim Gemma. i mean yes Gemma and i our birthdays are close to each other right so when we were yes. there we always celebrated our birthdays together we would have picnics in the park and remember one of those really fun ones was when we had the hungry games Remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember. You organized it, right? You and Jock. <laughs> I remember. So that was yes. fun because, as you said, it's it's tiring to organize event. It's your birthday and then you have to organize everything. But that was a great birthday present that you did because mm-hmm. you organized it for us, right? Yes. Well, listeners, what they did was they created this Hunger Games. <laughs> Obviously, after Hunger Games. But it's a, it's a contest between two groups. Because mm. at the time, there were still so many Filipinos in the office. So yeah. like maybe we had enough for two teams of maybe mm. five or six people each. And then there were a series of games. Yes. At one point, we had to come up with a cheer. <laughs> we had to come up with a name for ourselves. So Gemma's team was pink because she loves pink. My team was blue because usually you like purple, but I think you couldn't find purple in Daiso mm-hmm. for, for the you yes. know for the equipment. And then we had to come up with a name for ourselves. Like it has to be pink something animal. So the something is a description, right? <laughs> for some reason we both chose sexy. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> so they were like the pink sexy panthers and we were the blue sexy bears. And then we had to come up with a cheer. I don't remember the cheer anymore. <laughs> And then you flagged a random jogger. Remember? There was there was Angmo. I forgot that detail. Okay, what happened? There needs to be a judge who didn't know us, right? An impartial mm-hmm. judge. So he just flagged a random dude and then asked him to judge our cheer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that, but I can Yeah, that's something definitely I would do. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then he had to like decide who was the winner. I think in the end, overall, they won. But that was a very fun time, actually. And then at the end of that, the next day or a few days later, you gave this framed picture, I mean, ah, remember? Yes. And then so it had the Hungry Games, and then there were pictures of the event. So actually, I still have that in my living room. So <laughs> <laughs> so that is really memorable. Yeah, I really I had fun. <laughs> I did have fun, too. 
I, I forgot what games we played, but I remember they were all fun. Yeah, and they were all very sweaty. I mean, because it's always uh, yes. hot in Singapore, but it was still fun. Where was it? Botanical Gardens, I remember. Botanic Gardens, actually, in Singapore. Mm. Yes. So I guess that's my ideal birthday. Now that you mentioned, you've mentioned about spending a birthday alone, right? You should follow my idea. You should crash somebody else's birthday or <laughs> somebody true. else's party because <laughs> no, nobody would <laughs> know you anyways. I just like having a birthday with other people around, not solo. But I guess mm. most people would, I would think. Even the introverts right. probably, they might not want it to be with their office mates, but they do want to celebrate it with the close people that they know. Yeah, you're right. And I like your quote. What was that? Different strokes for different folks. So we should ask our listeners, our cuties, tell us your idea of an ideal birthday. How would you spend it? Please share them with us, right? Yeah. We would love to hear them. So send them to bananakeepodcast.gmail.com or give us a message through our Facebook and Instagram username at bananakeepodcast. Yeah, please do. And as always, the best ones will be featured in a future episode's Cutie Minute segment. Cutie Minute. Time for our followers. Cutie Minute. Your thoughts in our voice. Cutie Minute. Not really one minute, but we're calling it... Cutie Minute. Now for this episode, all of the Cutie Minutes will be in reference to our episode 48. Why do most Cebuanos hate to speak in Tagalog? I really enjoyed that episode. And so did a lot of Cuties D. Yeah. And in fact... Not just our cuties, there was actually an organization who reached out and wanted to feature our podcast. And it was from IYIL, and it stands for International Year of Indigenous Languages. Ooh, yes. Well, it's a bit strange. Why is it just one year? International (laughs) Year. 2019, (laughs) the International Year of Indigenous Languages. But apparently, United Nations has kind of designated 2019 as the year of indigenous languages oh. because they want to preserve dialects that perhaps nobody or the, the speakers of which are declining in a rapid pace and mm. that's why they wanted to create a program that would somehow preserve these dialects and we've mentioned in our episode that because people prefer speaking in English or in Tagalog perhaps the dialects would somehow die down in the future like the loss of say popular media say movies music without these i would say dialects would definitely die down if nobody's using it or nobody's enjoying similar to latin right yes and aside from that we also had a lot of comments on i think our cold open is probably one of the funniest cold opens we had or or it's like really funny for bisaya people anyway because we had like a lot of comments about it let me read some of them Uh, from in the garden with adam kalingao bisaya supremacy from Take the Plunge with Pavin, ha ha ha, this is fun. From Miss Bright Sparks, ah ha ha ha, bisaya po di ay ka. <laughs> From Gleeful Talk Show, oh my god, intro pa lang, tatawa na ko sa tanggaluto o kanon. I wonder if she was also cook- cooking utan. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Balot Kiki said, the bakikaw struggle is real. What is bakikaw? I don't know. It's bakikaw. <laughs> Bakikaw. Bakikaw, Cebuano to English. Graceless, unpleasing, lacking graciousness. A totally graceless hostess. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? And, and there's one from Madge. Sayuha nakog nangatawa. Can't wait to listen. And then also, there's one from Lagim. Podcast. She said, I had to re-listen and the intro is still as funny as the first time. Bisaya humor is top-notch. I was wheezing the two times I listened to this episode. Oh my god. Next time, order na lang adobo, oy. Ayaw na lang utan, oy. Makasala, mampuntaan na. Lol. <laughs> Kasala, taan ng utan. Ayaw na lang na. Yeah. We're healthy man, good utan. Utan is healthy. That's why we like it. And then, Anand Cebuana also commented from Empowered Talks with Roma. This is one of many toxic thinking natin sa Aspinoy's ano. But why is it when the French or Germans or other nationalities who speaks English with such heavy accent, we are excited to talk to them? We don't make fun of them. Isn't that the same? Kaya toloy minsan, even though you got ideas that you want to say, you become conscious and you shy away to speak your mind. You know, yeah, she has a point, right? Really true, yeah. I guess this is Barely a point. product of colonial mentality, I would say. 
Zilanglan says, "Love this. I am Tagalog and Bisaya at the same time." Ooh. Oh. <laughs> How did that happen? Let us know, Zilanglan. <laughs> and then there's one from Jacker. So many things I want to say. I'ma put it in a blog post. Oh, sounds like a rap. Great episode. I'm always pushing for the Cebuano language. And Jack actually did write a very long blog post about it. And we, Ooh. I encourage you to read that. I left the link on episode 48 itself. Mm. You can click on it from there. But I won't read the whole thing. But there is one interesting point he made. Is that Bisaya movies spoken fully in Bisaya are now available now in the Philippines. What? I didn't know that. Yeah. Such as Patay na si Jesus. Wow. That sounds dark. He said, you can find it on Netflix and I suggest you watch it to understand what I mean by Cebuano humor. Haha. Patay na si Jesus. Which loosely translated to Jesus is dead. Yes, I think that is what the title is on Netflix for some. It became popular whatever year it came out. I think it also had awards. And then he also said that Bisaya songs from Biz Rock and Biz Pop are slowly being played in radio stations in Metro Manila, with music mm. videos also played on Mix, the only remaining music channel in the country. Back in college, Biz Rock was big in the Visayas and Mindanao and had a small following in a few universities in Metro Manila. We were super dedicated in promoting this new style of music that's 100% in Cebuano as it broke mainstream radio in Cebu. The hype has died since with the lack of supporters But we are seeing a revival in Cebuano music through this pop. Now there's even a P-pop group produced by Viva called Alamat that sings in seven local languages on their songs. Wow, that's that sounds amazing. So it's good. There's actually things that are happening now. The last I remember about Bisrock was you remember Budui? He went in the what's that? Uh, Big Brother, Pinoy Big Brother. Oh, okay. That's why there was like a Bisrock became. Somehow popular oh, because okay. he was there. So one of his popular songs was M16. So it's like prob- that's probably why it's okay for Tagalog people to enjoy it because there's no bisa. Yeah. I mean, there's bisaya. The, the the lyrics is bisaya, but the chorus is. So it's like an M16. Uh, the sound of an M16. So yeah. I so I think it's just probably just catchy. In same way like mm. K-pop, right? Like you don't even understand mm. what. The lyrics are saying, but if it's catchy enough, then people would still enjoy it. Exactly. Thank you very much, Jack, for sharing your thoughts. You know, it hit him so much that he had to write an entire blog post about it. We are really grateful to the people who let us know that this hit them deep. Thank you very much for that. We really appreciate that. Please send us more. <laughs> We are not done. <laughs> it doesn't have to be about this episode. It can be about any episode that touches you. Mm-mm. Wherever it touched you, nether regions or other. What? Why? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I think okay. that's it. <laughs> that's the final, <laughs> final word. That's it. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.